Welcome to Talk for 12, a podcast hosted by the women at Orange Evangelical Church. These 12-minute episodes teach from God's Word and encourage and equip women in their daily walk with Jesus. Hi, my name is Jess. My husband's name is Ryan and I have three young children. And I love to ride my bike. I love going cycling on the road and I love riding my motorbike on the farm. Cool. I'm Claire. I'm a wife. I'm a mum of two kids and I'm also a midwife. I also really love enjoying a hot cup of tea in front of the sun. So today we're going to read James 2, 1 to 13. James is a great book and it packs a good punch for practical Christian living. It also has good rebukes in there too. So Jess, are you happy to read that? Do you want me to pray first? Great. Let's pray. God, we thank you that Claire and I can come together and read your word. And we pray that as we do that, you'll speak to us. You'll speak to our hearts and challenge us and that we will learn more about you through this passage. Amen. Amen. Cool. Let's read James chapter 2 verses 1 to 13. My brothers and sisters, do not show favoritism as you hold on to the faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. For if someone comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and a poor person dressed in filthy clothes also comes in, if you look with favour on the one wearing the fine clothes and say, sit here in a good place, and yet you say to the poor person, stand over there or sit here on the floor by my footstool, haven't you made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters. Didn't God choose the poor in this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him? Yet you have dishonoured the poor. Don't the rich oppress you and drag you into court? Don't they blaspheme the good name that was invoked over you? Indeed, if you fulfil the royal law prescribed in the scripture, love your neighbour as yourself, you are doing well. If, however, you show favoritism, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the entire law and yet stumbles at one point is guilty of breaking it all. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. So if you do not commit adultery, but you murder, you are a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are to be judged by the law of freedom. For judgment is without mercy to the one who has not shown mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Wow. (laughs) Good passage. Challenging. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess if we look at this, this is James talking to Christians. He's writing it to the scattered church. So if we see back in chapter one, he's talking to potentially the persecuted church in multiple different places. So that's a bit of context to what we're looking at. Yes. And it would be interesting, I guess, looking at this, we're talking a lot about favoritism Hmm. and how people are. It'd be interesting to see what their meetings were like at that time. Yeah. Because it would probably be very different to how we meet at church and welcoming them would be different to Mm. how we would welcome. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting their context compared to ours. Yeah. So the first question I guess we'd probably ask is what's the big idea here in this passage? Looking at it and the words that seem to be coming up a lot, I feel like favoritism and judgment seem to be big themes that are coming up in this passage. 
Yeah, and you can see the illustration of the fine clothes compared mm. to the filthy clothes. It's quite jarring. Mm. But I think I can see that in myself sometimes. Mm. It's quite inbuilt into us that we do quickly judge people by what we see or little things about them. Definitely. So, yeah, it's a big challenge, this one, to not look at that but look at what God wants us to see in people. Mm. I think verse 5 is really interesting where it says, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith? Mm. So there's that really stark contrast. The poor are the ones that get it. (laughs) They seem to get it better than the rich. Yeah. And how we should be in that as well. How do we be poor in the world, but rich in our faith? Yeah, That's the big challenge, I think, especially in it's so countercultural. Like our world tells us gain your wealth, look well, Mm. present well. Have a big house, a nice car. Yeah. yeah. But God really wants us to choose him and lean towards him and inherit his kingdom, not do what our world tells us to do. Mm. Okay. So, Claire, what surprises you or excites you or confuses you in this passage? I think for me, I find it interesting in verse 8, if you really keep the royal law. So the people at this time, I guess – They were in between leaning on the law and now starting to lean on Jesus and learning about him and his grace. I find it interesting that the law comes up in this letter and it's so black and white. You're either doing the right thing by the law or you're not. But if you show favoritism, well, you're out. You're not following what the law says. I think that really stands out to me. Mm. And then the contrast to that is afterwards when it says in verse 12, the law that gives freedom. So mercy triumphs over judgment. It is, like you said, that black and white, isn't it, that contrast. And it is putting that big emphasis on Jesus, Mm. the importance of Jesus and the mercy, the grace that we receive through Jesus. Yeah, like he wants us to love like he loves. Yeah. And that's to love everyone no matter what they look like. But it's all about their hearts really, isn't it? Okay, so final question, Claire. Yep. How does God's word challenge you? How does this passage challenge you in the way you think, live, pray and worship? Yeah, I find this really challenging, this passage. I think the way that I and the way that, you know, everyone does church, traditionally used to get in your Sunday best, look (laughs) your best, present well, rock up to church. But verse one points to the fact that we can't show favoritism. We can't show that what our outward appearance is means nothing. Mm. It really means what our heart is. So I think it's a really big challenge that we need to focus, or I especially need to focus on what my heart is, that that's what God's really after. And how do I do that with other people? And how do I love other people no matter how they look or how they bring themselves to church? Yeah. How about you, Jess? Yeah, I love in verse 8, it's just that reminder of of the law, of the scripture, of love your neighbour as yourself. And that is a great law that is pre-Jesus. But then Jesus came and he showed us how to do that. And he showed us by being inclusive, by loving the leper and the bleeding woman and, yeah, the sick person and the tax collector. Like Jesus included everyone and he sets the example of how we should be doing that too. Yeah, there is no judgment from him and there's no discrimination There's no favoritism from how Jesus lived his life and that's the example we should live by. And like you said, we are the wealthy. 
we come to church in our beautiful, big, shiny new building, in our nice clothes, in our lovely cars. We are the wealthy and we have to be careful, I guess. I need to be careful that I don't judge, I don't show favoritism, but I see people the way Jesus saw people and love and accept everyone, which is really hard (laughs) because it is easy to judge straight off the bat. Yeah, I think that's how I'm challenged by this. I think a big thing for me to think about is I know our church does this well, but I personally don't think I do. And that's thinking about our poorer community or our disadvantaged community and how are we ministering to them and not that everyone needs to do it, but how can I support them? And, and whether that is just praying and thinking about supporting those people that do serve in that area. Yeah, that's important. And I think verse 13, mercy triumphs over judgment. Yeah. We need to be merciful just like Jesus was merciful mm. and lean onto his example in that. Well, I might pray. Cool. Dear Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you that it does pack a punch and it does really give us insight to how you want us to be. We pray that this word will be in our hearts and that we will act upon it. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk for 12. For the show notes and resources of this episode, or to email us, visit the podcast website at oechurch.org.au forward slash talk for 12. That's the number 12 in numerals one, two. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next time.